Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the new and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. Well, uh, first, we want to perhaps get some callers here. No one's waiting in line yet, but the number 914-338-0164. Press 1 if you'd like to speak with us so we know that you are not just listening to the show and that you want a reading or to make a comment on our conversation, which we like. Um, and uh, we invite you to join us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, and those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile. Sorry, I just heard a noise. I thought it was like something going really wrong when I heard that. Oh, well, the astro realm is busy. <laughs> I guess. There's a lot of complaints out there. The astro realm. Yeah. A lot of people... A lot of a lot of uh, souls that are souls just aren't too happy. Not too happy. That's that must have been what it was. Okay, so those are our links, and that's the number, and here we are today. So we were talking last time actually, and some calls came in. We were unable to really even get into our conversation that we were having, but I was talking about a a caller as an example that has called the show. She, her, her topic at hand was that she had a problem with her credit card company and an espresso machine that she had purchased that was defective or something like that. I don't know why she wanted to refund, but she returned it and she didn't get her money back or someone repaired it for her and she wanted her money back and she didn't get it. And um, I initially picked up that she was, there was something about an inheritance, but I didn't say anything. And later on, it was revealed that for seven years, she battled her family for an inheritance that her father gave the children. So what I, the point that I was making was that, though I didn't in, initially get the exact reason why she was calling what I got is related was related to the root of her problem. So deciphering clues in readings can be challenging. Um, what? No, that's true. <laughs> it's frustrating because you, the vibrational field of the astral realm is not always distinct. And the problem psychics have that are generally connected is that they're fishing or guessing. Right. 
Exactly. And so when I, and, and when she said, I just, you know, I don't always say what I'm picking up. I write it down. You see what I write down. The callers don't, but you know, I have, uh, I have you to validate what I, what I get or don't get, but sometimes I don't say it because I'm, I don't know. I just, I'm, I don't want to be wrong. And, and also I'm, I'm, you know, finding my way and how to, how to uncode the hits that I'm getting. Um, And this, this woman, she may, may have gotten mad because she was kind of the personnel, kind of a, a cut and dry personality. And if I said something about inheritance, she may have said, no, this is not about inheritance, nothing. Where, where, where in reality, the inheritance is, it was at the root of her issue because she has a karmic problem with, with being stolen from in this lifetime. And then there were other things in the reading that were revealed. But it's common for this to happen. Sometimes a clue that comes in psychically may not even have to do with, I, on a, on a, linear level or in the perception of the subject uh, anything to do with the reason they're calling and and that can irritate a caller or a, you know someone who's a subject of a reading well you know it's the astral realm you you can get it the comparison would be if uh you were a boat and you saw in the distance somebody on an island screaming. You saw them and they were waving their hands and you could make out something. Well, it, the, the, the idea there is maybe you can hear them distinctly because the wind factor and they're close enough, you hear them distinctly. Or maybe you don't, you hear the voice, but you can't make out the words and you misconstrue what they're saying. But for sure, you see somebody there waving. The astral realm is a lot like that. The vibrational field of the astral realm can be distinct or it can be indistinct. And it doesn't mean that the, the psychic is guessing or misleading you. Or, but sometimes they're, from the source of the psychic realm, there, there has to be an improvisational conversation going on because the vibration of give, any given word may not be able to reach in frequency the uh, receiver. So they start to pantomime it, in, if you will. And it sounds silly, but uh, I don't care. As, long as, as far as I'm concerned, that's been my history with them. And there's enough hits, distinct obvious hits that I've made uh, to know that that to evaluate this on this level. Now, you know, when you say you want to pause because you don't want to be wrong, there is a there is a sense from the astral realm that if you wait, the vibration will finally come to the surface. But you know you're seeing a light or you know you're hearing something or feeling something. So sometimes it takes time, like a flower. It takes time to bloom. And that might not be a week. It might be two minutes. It, there, 
it is hard to, to say, to judge any one specific rule from the universe. Uh, one recent example was... I, well, wait a second. Before you give the example, yeah. I just want to acknowledge we have a caller, 832. We're going to get to in just a second after you finish two minutes, your two thought. Minutes, 832, two minutes. Uh, one recent caller started off the reading saying that, uh, you, you know, a lot of people crossed over, a lot of funerals. Well, I've been to a lot of funerals. And there's, a lot of, there's been a lot of deaths in my life. So, you know, that, you know that, that's with anybody. So I was feeling the vibration of somebody specific crossing over and leading into the conversation with that statement when, in fact, the receiver was saying, well, you know, a lot of people have died. You know, I don't know, what, you know, in my lifetime. But the, the source and the reason for him calling was because of a specific crossing over. Now, some people may be waiting for a name so they don't care about the generalizations or waiting for something specific. And that's fair. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, if I had said I, I'm the name itself or something so specific that it was obvious, that came in later in the reading, incidentally. But some people wait for something specific so they don't, and that's fair, they don't want to deal with generalizations. They want to deal with specifics. And I totally agree with that. However, some psychics need to feel through the field of vibration, of right? Exactly. To get to that place. So, you know, an obvious example might be, well, yes, that that is a reason why I'm calling. But can you give me anything more specific? Because you are hitting the reason why. Now that would have been more specific right. than saying, you know, a lot of people have died. So, so what in that in that in that specific reading, what? ended up happening is other things were picked up accurately about relationship, um, uh, sexuality, preference, things like that, that happened. And, but, but the thing is a person who expects a reading to go a certain way and is, and doesn't work with a psychic makes the reading much more difficult and not flow. There are people that know how to work that are that, that just seem to naturally flow and the readings go smoother yeah. that way. So, but, but there is a reasoning basis for saying, I, I want specific. There is. There is. And, and that can happen. There is. That but I mean, happen. when we initially met, I, we were talking about this. When I called the radio show and we had a reading, I was like, want you to pick up specific information about why I was calling and for you to say certain things. <laughs> but you didn't. I mean, you did. It's not that, I, you know, there was a reason for going down a road that you went, and it was accurate. And sometimes sometimes a reader is clearing karma by getting certain validations. Well, from in our clients. case, there was a reason for me not going there, and you later found out how, my, how specific I was with you. Yeah, I know. Uh, but there was a reason for me going there in that direction at that time with you in that reading. There yeah. was a reason. I know. But, but later uh, you saw there were so many. Well, specifics. yeah, very many specifics. But, you know, there were times that we talked and there would be names that you mentioned which were right. But the people didn't. I'd be like, what? You know, these people, I don't really care about. Like, they're yeah. not who I'm asking about. But, but. Who you know in in the past life history, 
those people are significant. They were significant and, and they mattered in the reading, even though to me at that time, I was like, they're not significant, significant people in my life. I'm entertained by the fact that in my case, being a psychic, I like to compare myself to the character of Columbo, Peter Falk, who says things that are sort of irrelevant in, in that final scene when he captures the criminal. He says things that seem to be to be nothing, and then slowly, with pure, absolute design, he hits the bullseye, knowing all along where he's going. Uh, anyways, we've got we, a call, right? Yeah, we have, we have two callers, actually, and a dinging in the background, which is not pleasant. Oh, okay. We always get affirmations. Like right. <laughs> There's Asheron again. <laughs> Manifesting in the physical. Okay, 832 is first, and then we have 559. 832 is on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Uh, my name is Lisa, and I'm Hi, calling Lisa. from Houston. Hi. Hi, Lisa. How's the weather in Houston? Oh, it's nice. It's a little cool today, but the sun is shining. <laughs> cool is good. We like cool. Yeah, is Houston named uh-huh, after that's Houston? I think so. Sam Houston. No. What did she say? I missed what you just said, Lisa. No, I was just uh, uh, just agreeing with you. <laughs> agreeing with me about the weather. Can uh-huh. get real humid there. But it's oh not, yeah, it's very humid. Not that time of year yet. So what? No, not Jennifer? quite yet. Not quite yet. What, I, what we haven't talked to you before. I don't think. I don't remember you. And usually I remember our callers. What? What? So it's your first time, right? Yeah, this is my first time calling. Okay, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Okay, Thank so you. you can give us a little bit of information about yourself. We're going to get your birth date. I'm getting a nine. Okay, my birthday. Okay, go ahead. Okay, my birthday is 11 Okay, well, there's no nine in the birth date. Seven. Oh, yeah, there you have a nine on with your 11 so your your month and day out of two nine, nine nineteen thirteen. She's a thirty two five. Yeah. Okay. All right. So before we get into your question, you would have had a change. Six eight nine. Well, nineteen. You born in the later part of the year. So at the age of thirty two, from nineteen ninety 1990 to nineteen ninety one, there should have been a change. Mm-hmm. that happened in your life. Can you uh, identify what that might have been? Perhaps uh, something with a move? Uh, right, when I was around, the, around 32. You said around 32? 32. Correct. Um, I think I lost my father around, around, around that time. So you that lost might your been father. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you have kids, Lisa? Do you have children? I, I have one daughter. A daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. So you've lost your father around the age of 32. Um, and today, what's the reason for your call? Well, my reason for my call is because uh, I have been alive. I just lost my mom like nine months ago uh, oh. on the 4th of uh, August. And I was just kind of like, you know, wondering, you know, she's okay or 
you know, because she left kind of suddenly and she didn't, we didn't get the, you know, chance to see her before she passed and anything. So, and I was just, and no. I was kind of close to my mom. Yeah. So I just wonder, was she okay and stuff? Oh, I'm so sorry that she, that you lost her suddenly. So was it, was mm-hmm. it, was it, how, what was her birthday? Her birthday was uh, August the 5th, 1938. Okay. It was an illness she was, she died from 1323? Um, was... I think she died of, they said she had, uh, uh, she's supposed to have been going in there for like a, a blood transfusion, but it turned into something else and uh, I think it was COVID or something they said. Okay, so it was an illness, it wasn't like she was hit by a car? No. Or something like that. So it was, she did cross over from an illness. But it was sudden. Mm-hmm. She was in okay health. Did she have? Well, she was going in for a blood transfusion. So did, did she have health problems? Um, uh, she didn't start having health problems till uh, the later part of uh, last year, and and and, uh, and I think you know, and it kind of you know gradually went you know went bad after that part. Okay, so Lisa, uh, mm-hmm. before you mentioned your mother's birth date i i felt she had passed away at the age of 82 now that was before you gave me her birthday that's what i felt 82 and apparently she was 82 when she crossed over and she crossed over a day after her birthday that's correct now to, to bottom line is this your mother crossed over with a spiritual platform of being okay. So let me ask you something. Was your mother, did she have reverence for God? Was she a spiritual, religious person? Uh, yes, she was. Yeah. Yeah, so we figure. So if you, mm-hmm. to, to answer your first immediate question, uh, Lisa, your mother, your, your mother crossed over and the content of her soul in relation to what she did on the earth got a pass mark. She, she's, she got, in other words, she got, she got through the gates. So okay. she's relatively okay in that regard. Doesn't mean that she doesn't, she didn't have issues in life. Uh, there might have been a little bit of despair with the father figure, her husband. Was there any alcohol related? problems in her past or in her life? No. But, but I mean, that can extend to someone she's related to, like a father or her parents. So it doesn't have to be specifically her. But if no, that's fine. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, because I didn't uh, know her, uh, her father too much, so I don't know if he was an alcoholic or not. Oh, uh-huh. okay. And was anybody in the family with, like, the name that sounds like Claudia... Or Claudine, anything like that? Not that I'm sure of. No. Not that you're sure of. Well, let's go. Let's step back. You want to know if your mother? You're you're asking about the energy of your mother's soul, and mm-hmm. we can we can rest assured that, according to our estimation, that she is in a restful position meaning that when she crossed over, 
her spiritual, you know, her master number is seven, which is the seventh chakra. And so in that idea of being aware of God, uh, maybe doing service for God, having a sense of spiritual spirituality and and being active maybe perhaps in the church. church. Uh, uh-huh. These are all these are all things that have she has carried over where where her where her the evaluation of her life on the planet she passed. Pass or fail she passed. Now if she if she crossed over with problems or sadness or whatever, it didn't register as being as producing any kind of problem for her. It was just part of life. In other words, if she had a problem in life and she said, oh, I don't believe in God anymore. I don't believe in, in this business of angels. If she had said that, she would have had problems. But her faith, however tested, even if she got sad at times or angry, she never lost her faith. Is that true? That's true. See, she crossed over. She, you don't need to worry. I mean, in that regard, she does talk about a little, um, it, it looks like a bird or a little pet, a little pet, an animal. Oh, it could be a bird. It could be a little dog. I don't know, but it's a small animal. So did you grow up with any small animals? We, uh, she had a dog. Oh, and what, did she have that dog at the time of her passing? Yes, she did. Uh-huh. Well, you know, she's crossed over so she can see everything. But for the sake of our conversation, where's that dog now? Uh, he's still at her house. Uh, uh, she, he's still at the house where she passed. Oh, well, her soul is able to move around. In other words, even though she's crossed over and she's safe, she has a free ticket to kind of move around and look around because she mentioned this first I thought it was a little bird didn't look like a little dog so she mentions what means that she's she's been in that house since she her soul has traveled through that home since she's been gone and there seems to be this these beautiful curtains or flowers but there's so much color in the house that it seems rather refreshing now does that make any sense Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. To why? Just explain why. Because she, uh, before she passed, my sister had bought her. When she was in the hospital, my sister had fixed her room up, and she had some. She was. She loved her white curtains. She used to always talk about her white curtains and her flowers. Um, okay. Oh. Well, well, you see, go. there we go, Lisa. We don't need any. For the sake of these brief readings, you called. We give brief readings. To, we've answered your question. Your mother is happy. She's got the freedom to move around. She, she's right now in a wonderful place for her soul, and she's very happy. She loves you very much. She said, don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm as free as a bird. What I think is interesting, too, is that her change uh, at 32 involved losing her father, and she happened to call her show about the yeah. same topic, the loss of her mother. I mean, not the same topic, but, it, you know, in the same vein, loss of a parent. Um, so it's interesting. A lot of times mm-hmm. that happens. A lot of times that happens on the show. 
the change that happens in the person's life will involve the reason that they're calling on some on, on some level. So, real quick question: Do you ever play the lottery for fun? I used to, but I kind of stopped doing it. But I used to. Yeah. Well, don't do it. Don't don't take <laughs> your money. Oh. Okay. Your, oh mom, sorry. Your mom, the only thing your mom would say to you on the other side is, "Lisa, save your money." Does that make any sense to you? Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Okay, then be thrifty. Okay. Okay. Um, anything else you want to ask us, Lisa? Before we no, that was, no, that was all, and, and uh, that was a good reading, and I thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Take okay. care. All right. Okay, and thank you. All right. Bye bye. You're welcome. Bye. How old is she, by the way? You can calculate she's, her age. She's, no, she's uh, 58, what did I say? Eight, seven, eight or something? She's 62. Oh, 62, yeah. 62. Or going to be 62 this year, right? Or 63. She's, she's 62 two now. now. Okay. And she's gone. And so are our other callers, so we can continue our oh. conversation. We had some people pop in, but, you know, on to the next show. Yeah. Well, on with the show. That was the Bugs Bunny. This is it. Night of Nights. The Bugs Bunny show used to have a half hour show back in the day. And it was like back in the day. day. Oh, God. Why did you use that? I'm surprised. Uh, I don't know. Okay. But the Bugs Bunny had a half hour show. And he and Daffy Duck would like enter on beyond stage on the show. There'd be a cartoon stage and they would do little vaudeville acts and then introduce cartoons. And it was a half hour show. It was pretty amazing that they got on prime time, but, but, but Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny and Tweety Pie and Sylvester, they all were lined up, you know, holding each other's hips, bouncing on the stage and singing that song, this is it, Night of Nights. That's it, that's on with the show. That's what they said. Okay. Anyways, um, uh, I don't know that. I don't know. I don't. I can't. I don't remember that song actually. Oh, surprisingly, well, it's, a, it's a good one. But, <laughs> okay. Um, I will. I'll make sure to listen to it. Oh, yeah. After the show. <laughs> On with the Therefore, Bugs we won't be show. on with the show. On with the Bugs Bunny show. Again. You know, not too many people know that most of the voices that were supplied by the cartoon characters in the Looney Tunes was a man named Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc. Who, I do know that. Well, he would, would have been a household name if you were alive in the 50s. Yeah, 50s. this is... He often appeared on uh, the Jack Benny show. He would be a, a Mexican. He 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 did all kinds <laughs> Careful. of. Careful, you may be uh, crossing a, the, a, a, the lines of political correctness. Uh, by... Well, he they had a routine where was he the voice of um, what's it called? Uh, uh, no, there was a cartoon that's now uh, being canceled. What was the uh, uh, he did a lot Pepe of Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. Have no, that was no. I don't think that was uh uh Mel Blank, but but that was you're in the right area um of the Looney Tunes. Um 
but it might have been Mel Blanc, but he because he did most of the voices, but he was also a character actor and he was on the Jack Benny show and but you see he would supply voices and actually interesting it was years ago maybe 30 years ago 30 25 I don't know it was not quite some time ago it was after his death that he came into a reading now I was always a fan of his came into a reading he came into a reading with somebody who was involved in animation or something and you mean he was reading, he, his soul. Oh, his, okay. I didn't know, you know, what you meant. The communication came, the came in. Well, the guy had met Mel Blank, knew Mel Blank. So there might yeah, have been. Yeah, he voiced Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, he did Pepe he Le did. Pew. I mean, so many. George mm-hmm. Jetson, Porky yeah. Pig, Tweety Bird. Anyway, go on. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, he did everybody. Uh, but he was also a very funny character actor and um was always uh, more beeping. But, but you see, it, again, uh, again, it, the idea of communicating sometimes uh, from the other side is always like, well, we just had this example with Lisa. Uh, and there's that sense of, of communicating uh, in a short reading with some significant things, you know, her curtains and her flowers and her dog. And, and not to mention the fact that there was she was 82 when she crossed over uh, one day after her birth date. But and also being religious. Yeah, well, she she, she was a seven. So yeah. I mean, not that everybody that's a seven is religious, but right. But um, so we were discussing. Of course, there are people who are not really the real thing, and they'll guess and guess. Well, and guess. yeah. Obviously, but we're talking about authentic readers that are really connecting to yeah, it, the it, astral realm vibrations. It's not field. always right on target, but um, I'm sure Robin Hood didn't always hit the bullseye either. But the idea that uh, how you know how you translate, like in your example, that you have some trepidation about sometimes proceeding with. Feeling yeah, and when it's a strong vibe, even it, 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 sometimes I'm a little bit hesitant. Uh, the other thing is, you know, identifying certain aspects of a person's life and them not validating it, but it actually being later being revealed to to be to be accurate. That can happen too. Yeah, it, I mean, sure, and you can get hecklers that. You know, pretend like you're right and then say you're full of bullshit. Yeah, but I mean, even, you know, when you asked me about my specific change, I said, no, (laughs) nothing happened. I said, I can't think of anything because, you know, people get so focused on what they're calling about that sometimes it's hard to go back into the past and remember what occurred at that time. But in fact, I realized later on major changes in my life at my karmic turnover. So, you know, it, it's, it's difficult and it's especially difficult doing a radio show when there, you might pick something up and someone will say, no, that didn't happen. But in reality, you know, they're, they're not able to fully uh, remember what occurred at a specific time in their life because the, 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 the foremost 
topic on their mind is the question at hand, not what happened at a certain age. They're they're not even thinking that when they call the show. Yeah, we 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 actually come back to the planet based on karma with two major impacts. The first impact is getting bored. Born. That's our first impact. The second impact is how the accumulation of our karma is is transferred into years, at which time, once that that allotment of years has surpassed and come to fruition, what, there's a, there's what a dramatic change that occurs. Yeah, and, and what is in your karmic number? Exactly. So, and what 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 those changes involve is a clear indication of where someone is as far as their progress in either resolving their karma or not resolving it. Right. It's quite fascinating. Some people at their karmic change, they lose somebody. Some people get a job. Some people uh, get married. Some people buy a house. The theme of what comes in at that point is a good indicator for the content of your karma, as well as the opening up of your uh, transcendent life. I have a but, um, because sometimes what seems maybe a positive change at that time can be a dead-end road, ultimately. So someone can get a job, and it may seem like a great thing, or maybe they get married, but they end up divorced later. Yeah. Or they end up losing the job, and then you know a series of events happen several years down the road. Um, a death uh, can, can not necessarily be something bad. It can lead to progress and becoming more spiritual. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's how you interpret well, the theme of it's a pun, but have a caller, karma but. is trippy. It trip, <laughs> it's trippy because it, it takes a trip. Karma can take a trip over to parts of your life that are later in life and reappear. So it, it, karma has a way of moving forward and reappearing, whether voluntarily or involuntarily. It, it does have that function. It does have that capability. Okay. We have a caller from our uh, 828 area code, so let's bring this person on. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, my name is uh, Stan. How you doing? Hi, Stan. We're doing fine. How are you? Uh, I was just enjoying your conversation here. Uh, okay. Didn't know if you wanted to take a call or... Yeah, we do. We do want to keep oh, doing what you were doing there. No, absolutely. So we haven't spoken with you before either, another new caller. So, Stan, where are you calling from, first of all? I'm, uh, I'm in the mountains of North Carolina, Oh, near, near Asheville. Beautiful and, area. Uh, yeah, I've uh, spoken to you all before, but it's been oh, you have? quite a while. It's been a couple years or more. Hmm. Um, I think. Do we talk to you about your wife? Maybe I'm now. I'm trying to remember. Are you married, or is there a specific (laughs) person? Maybe not a wife, but a uh, partner that we talked to you about. We're just trying to see. Good. That's a possibility. I mean, uh, what's just the nature of my question today? Um, may have to do with her. Okay. Uh, Is there a difference between you two? I'm sorry, what? Is there an age difference between the two of you? 
Yeah. That's, 23 that's, years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's coming from memory, not mm-hmm. from psychic. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. Well, that I was, remember who you are that now. Was then. That was then. Yeah. This is now. You know, I, uh, you know, really we're together because uh, of, we have a child together. And, yeah. uh, and that she is uh, – anyway, what, what I would like an additional perspective on that maybe I'm not able to see because I'm, like, in it, all right, is uh, I have these little moments where I review our past together, which is about eight years, uh, and I – Jim. Basically, most of my life, I've been the kind of guy that really likes to take care of whoever it is, you know, wife or whatever I'm involved with and do things for others. And I have been screwed a few times, (laughs) meaning uh, taken advantage of, didn't see, you know, what was really going on. And uh, maybe I'll just, if y'all could lock into her vibe. Uh, give me okay. some kind of perspective about so, how to move forward, or that's not, okay. I want to move forward, but I also want to know: Am I missing something, or can I be? Can you confirm what I think? Are you have been are happening? You, you know? Are you feeling like she's cheating on you, perhaps, or there's? Well, I, mean, I think there's a. I mean, there's a possibility of that. I'm not. I mean. Well, I mean, if you were to ask. Neil, if if he thought there was a possibility, so just just to make clear, if Neil, if you were to ask Neil if there was a possibility that he thought I was cheating on, he would say absolutely not 100%. So not every relationship has that aspect of 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 a possibility of infidelity. So that's accurate. She's possibly you think she might be on. Un- be unfaithful and you did lead into that somewhat by saying well I've been I've been hurt and been taken advantage of by people in relationships so I mean there's somewhat of a clue there but anyway you do have that thought in your consciousness that there's that she could be cheating well it's yeah but that's it's 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 actually not just that. It's just the, like the world of that's, manipulation. That's okay. It's, it's, the world that's of a, manipulation, you know? Yeah. The, um, it, that's because starting. It, it be, actually, if she is, uh, you know, I'm okay with that because, you know, I'm I'm looking for a way to exit here, okay? I just don't – I don't have that figured out yet, all right? Yeah, that's okay. And, um, because she refuses to work, and I've been retired, and she's – she has these issues where she can't be full-time homeschool mom and she wants me to babysit, but then I need to be out working because she's just done the number on our credit card. Uh, and I've just been in the bank trying to get that figured out and there's just there's no way to get around it. I need to, you know, do what I got to do. Okay. And, uh, but so, but, you know, we're just picking up certain stuff in the reading and, you know, and you're giving us a lot of information. So, Unfortunately, we're not able to pick everything up, but that's okay. So, birth dates we need to get. What's your birth date? What's her birth date? What's, what's your child's birth date? In that order, please. Uh, her first? Yours. Okay. Uh, mine is November 5th, 1952, and her, do you need a time or no? 
No. Okay. And hers is uh, June 6th, 1975. And our boys is uh, April 16th, 2014. 2014. Okay. 12, 22. Yeah. Uh, you guys are the same. She's a 34-7, right? Did I have that up right? Yeah. And he's a 25-7. He's a 24-7. What did I do wrong? 5, 6, 7, 17, 18, 19. April 5th or 6th. Yeah, you're right. I, I just did a digit error. Okay, different numbers. 6 and 7. She has actually your numbers, your master numbers in her uh, month. And, I mean, your your master number is her month and day, and then she, her master number is in her year seven, four, five, 11, 12, 13, 14, 18, 9. And your son is six, seven years old? She just turned seven. All right. And she is, you are um, going to be 69. You're 68. Yeah, I'm 68 right now. She's 45. She's 40, 46 in June. Okay. She's 69. So specifically, you're looking for a way out of the relationship. But it's problematic because financial aspect of it, the child, she refused to work. There's a lack of responsibility on her part. And it's going to be complicated if you are to part ways. Is that the question? Yeah. Yeah, he w- and wants to get a vibe on... On, on what's her... Yeah, really, I, you know, I... I it's not... It's something, you know, I'm looking for a confirmation or not on... Uh, has, does she have in her this manipulative ability that I've succumbed to and and I've felt it before and I, I've got... I don't know. I just want to know that um that I'm right well I'm not right yeah you know what what's that happened this in has been the going on for a long time Stan, Stan. Sorry, go ahead. what yeah. what has what, can you hear me yeah I hear you go what's happened in your situation with her is that in the karmic situation that you had with her in a past life the result of it was that in this lifetime, you would have a child, which would make it, the parting very difficult for you. So, so whatever happened in the past life, she was able to stay attached to you in this lifetime because a child was produced. Now, on a karmic level, she has a couple of cards against you, meaning you owe her something from that past life, from the past life. You owe her something. I feel in this lifetime, she's taking advantage of that altercation. She's, she's, she's going too far with it. So, so in other words, something went wrong in a past life where he was the perpetrator of yeah. some negative action against her. Now, in this lifetime, she's... she's uh, yeah. The, you see, you're born on the 11th month. And her first and last numbers come to an 11. And your child, your boy, 
his first three numbers come to 11. 11 has a negative connotation. Also, um, the uh, element of your child and her master numbers put together become a seven, which is the accumulation of your month and day and your year. So you're kind of caught in that area. But here's the good news. Here's the good news. I feel that she's taking advantage of the karma. In other words, she's going too far with it. So she's producing a new karma for herself by not being active. She's actually hurting herself by doing this. And, and she's producing a new karma by taking advantage of you, not working, and using the child as a, as a, as a leverage to keep you entailed in this debt. But the only problem is the fact that she's accumulating karma doesn't necessarily get him out of this situation in a smooth way. <laughs> no, the only That's the thing, problem. you know, you, you don't need to stay attached to her. If you have fears about her, maybe you do. Maybe there's something that she's got over you. But if that's not the case, all you've got to do is make sure you've taken care of your child, you have proper financial support and, and emotional involvement, and uh, forget her. You don't, I don't know what's in your brain that keeps you attached to her, given that statement I just gave to you. But in my estimation, you don't need to be attached to her. But you do need to be attached to your son and be responsible for that. Oh yeah. I, you don't. You know. You don't. Don't debate it. And unless you have something to share with us that confuses the conversation. Stan. Uh, no. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I, uh, I appreciate that additional information and perspective. Um, I mean, I've got a way, I, you know, I, I have it in me. I mean, this is not, I've started over and done well several times in my life. So here we go again, you know, um, but I'm committed to my boy. Um, and that, uh, I mean, oftentimes I see in her behavior that she talks a good game about wanting to be the super mom, but when it comes down to it, she can only handle a small amount of time with him, and then she wants, you know, to go do whatever she wants to do. And and I've I've let, allowed her. I've, you know what's happened is I've felt like he was going to be uh, not well cared for if I wasn't there. Okay because of her uh, weight. And that's why it's been this long. And but it's gotten to a point now, just financially, that she's going crazy with credit cards and shit. They're like, you know, okay, we're done here. I got to uh, just, you know, go do what I got to do. And, and, uh, but now with that, credit card, with that credit card debt, that she's accumulated, obviously you're tied to that because you're married. So even if you divorce, you've got this burden of debt. Oh yeah. I know. Um, and then the custody issue, which obviously 
I mean, if you get a divorce, you're going to need representation from attorney because you've got a child. It's not a simple divorce. And, um, you know, you want to, you want to be the primary custodian of this child if you think she's not completely fit to be, you know, at least half involved in custody, share the custody 50-50. I don't know what your state um, normally allows as far as custody, but um, you're, you have to... Well, you have to prove that she's not taking care of the child. So it's 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 difficult, but you you've got to make a decision whether you want to stay in the marriage or go down the road of you know stay Unfortunately, and I'm going to be blunt, 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 and <laughs> blunt. Blunt. blunt, blunt. What is blunt? I don't know. It it's, might be German. <laughs> I don't want to say what it rhymes with. Right no, now, just but, anyway. But. I want to be very. I want to be very basic with you. Brunt, the brunt, the birth brunt. It's a. It's yeah, a, I know. It's a I know. Impact. I know, but for some reason it threw me off when you said it, and I couldn't even remember the definition oh, of right? the word. No, it's blunt. You're being blunt, but yeah. well, it doesn't, it, matter. It doesn't okay. matter. Okay. So here's the thing. I think she's dead weight. I, I, you know what? It's like you have to cut the cord. Because she's nothing but a burden, and she and you're training her to be codependent on you by not taking steps. If you really you're retired, so obviously you have time to be with your child, and and she's taking advantage of the fact that she can be dead weight on you. So you know it's like fishing. Cut the line, cut the line, and let her do her thing without. As long, if you don't go through this passage, you will spend the rest of your life in this scenario. It's not going to change. It's not going to change. But if you cut the cord and go through the complications of the immediacy of these changes, you will feel better on the other side. And you still have a long enough life left to, to suffer through maybe two years of a divorce proceeding. Get rid of it. Get custody of your child, if that be the case, and let her do her thing, and you're no longer attached to her. You know, if that's that's what I would do if I were you. Otherwise, you this will just be a continuous cycle. Yeah, I appreciate that, Neil. I'm done. You know, uh, I'm done. I mean, I wasn't looking for a way to get out from you folks. I really was wanting and appreciating that energetic perspective that y'all accessed. That just, it just helps me, you know, helps me to go, okay, you know, I checked that off. I know I'm right. And, um, oh, just, by the way, this is crazy. We were driving to the bank this morning, and uh, we're down out in the middle of a rural area. And we're coming up the road, and a, a fox, this is the middle of the day, a little fox comes out into the road and stops. Middle of the day, okay? And and looked at us and then went off on his merry way. Oh, just like well, a teenager. You know, I don't know. A fox is but very going, That's a that's a sign. sign. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you why it's a sign. That fox was talking to you because a fox 
it has a reputation for escaping. And they're very alert. Now, sure, they can be cornered up a tree, but basically a fox is very cunning and they escape. And what that fox was saying to you is escape. You don't need to feel trapped. And sometimes if you have, if you're of, of a nature to understand that nature can give us messages and that animals are sometimes messengers, that oh, yeah. would be the way I would interpret it. Well, yeah, he obviously interpreted it that way too because yeah. he mentioned it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know, when, I know when I've had an encounter, you know, like an encounter with an animal, you know, it's, it's a very unusual set of circumstances that I've had it several times in my life, but never a fox or a common fire. Anyway, you, you, uh, thank you so much. I'm glad I called in. I mean, I had an opportunity because the boys are out in nature today and she's off doing who knows what, but I, um, uh, had an opportunity to check in to blog talk after having not been there for about two years. And that's you folks. I really appreciate it. Appreciate no problem. It a lot. Thank you. Glad you got in touch. Okay. Good luck. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yeah. I suddenly remembered him, obviously. <laughs> I yeah. Remember. You good memory. I remembered, I remembered him and the age difference and stuff, but I think back in two years ago, he was having these issues. So, Huh. Yeah. Time well, to make a change. Time to make a change. And if the fox, I guess he's gone. Oh, yeah. He could be listening on but the, if the fox laptop. Came, it's in broad daylight. So, you know, foxes don't, you, foxes kind of can't come out at night, basically. But, uh, but in broad daylight, what he's saying, the fox is saying, wake up, see the sunlight. You don't need to have two dependents. One's enough. And uh, that's the way that hound goes. But uh, uh, anyways, yeah. anyways I, yes, I, I, we're, we're at the end of our time. We are at the end of our time. Yeah, we're at the end of our time. Anything else you wanted to say? I'm sorry. You were no, I just there. appreciate that that animals got to have a part in the show. Yeah, I, wanna, uh, I mean, we don't get to see foxes in our area too often. Foxes, they're so uh, they're playful. So, and they're cute. But they're just yeah, darling. They really are. People, the fact and, that people hunt them is like horrible, disgusting. Horrible, horrible. Disgusting. Save and they sucks. and they do. I think in the south, where he's calling from, not necessarily that he does, but it it's a sport there. So. Yeah. Anyway, okay, we're back on the air on Friday. Friday, nine a.m. Pacific, twelve p.m. Eastern. We will hopefully speak with some of you then. Bye.